Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Movie Shed Podcast. I am, of course, your cinema-loving, shed-dwelling host, Mike. Uh, today's going to be a bit of a, more of an old-school rambly episode. Because I want to talk about how Mystery Science Theater 3000 saved old movies. Uh, I'm not talking about the latest iteration. I'm talking about the old-school one. I tried the latest iteration. It just isn't the same. Now, why does why do I think that MST3K saved old movies? The reason I think that it's just an opinion, but I the reason I think that is they they actually brought to the fore the idea of riffing old films, really old bad films. And when you riff on a film, you have to watch it, you have to see it, and you're making fun of it with your friends, and it it takes a film that, if watching it by yourself, that normally would have been dull, tedious, painful, become fun, interesting, a great group activity. But it also opened people's eyes to the idea of some really old films, and and people would begin to scour you know, various, you know, either streaming services or uh, video shop, you know, places that sold movies, scouring, looking for these old films. I mean, hell, I've got three box sets of old films, uh, sci-fi and horror films, you know, like the 50, the pack of 50 movies kind of deals that you'd find at places like hell, I don't know, Walmart. And it's and it's because of Mystery Science Theater that I think people were able to go and they start finding these things and they're like, oh man, a bunch of these on the cover, they look like they look terrible. I bet they're hilarious. I mean Attack of the Killer Shrews classic bad old film. And people started looking for films just like it. You know, the uh, thing with two heads, the various other bad films that you'd find. But then you would come, but of course, as you're, you know, trying to find bad films, you're coming across old films that were actually really good. You'd find old Harryhausen films, you'd find You'd start looking into Hitchcock, the old Hitchcock films like The Birds and you know Vertigo and so on. Maybe even try Citizen Kane that you kept hearing about but never bothered to watch because it didn't sound like something you would be interested in. But now, now you give it a try. And then you start finding out about all of these film genres you didn't realize were out there, like film noir. I mean, how many people would have known a film noir? Oh, it sounds like something a hipster would talk about. But it was something that came about during the black and white era, with things like the Maltese Falcon. Hell, L.A. Noir, a video game, actually put forth a lot of that ideas of film noir. And it made people interested in looking them up and watching them. I mean, who the hell would turn their nose up now at something like Casablanca, classic film. 
Play it again, Sam. I mean, come on. I really think Mystery Science Theater, even though they started out, and the whole premise behind their show was because these were free, uh, freely available films, which, when you have a shoestring budget, free is the best part. It absolutely fits in the budget. And that's what they had, so the idea was watching these films and making fun of them. And it turned out to be such a great idea. It became such a great idea that people began to do it themselves. Going out, finding old films, combing through them, finding gems, finding turds. Old, these old movies, there were always those that small group of aficionados, people who were absolutely thrilled, chuffed to bits, really, about an old movie. Maybe because they'd seen one and they really liked it back, back in the day, when they were kids. And yet, because of a pokey little show that was on a public access station who had no money had to dig through this huge archive of you know public domain movies and made fun of them along with you know little skits and stuff but for the most part it was just them making fun of the film it's such an interesting idea, and the fact that it caught on because it's something anyone can do. Clearly, these guys had no money. And they were able to do... It's, I mean, it's public, it's public domain film. Pick it up, watch it, make fun of it if it's a bad one. But it's the fact that it spurred people to start looking for these films that I really think saved a lot of them from obscurity. Uh, yeah, sure, people might talk about Casablanca, and they, they'll talk about Citizen Kane. I know they talk about Citizen Kane in film school, because every professor of a film school class will tell you that it's one of the greatest cinematic works of all time. I don't know, I like to think C Cecil B. DeMille was pretty epic, but, you know, hey, why not? Everyone has their particular preferences. Still, it made the it made regular folks go out there and look for them, and it gave them it gave a lot of these old films new leases on life. And now all of a sudden, you would have box sets of these, you know, a lot of them are crappy films, real crappy that were hardly ever mentioned all of a sudden now being put into box sets and being sold at a spot big box store or are being used to fill out a library for a streaming service. It's incredible. The fact that now you have, I mean, you, you had not so long ago with the cable networks, you had, God, well, it was like a, it was a station and it all it did was play like classic TV shows and classic movies. You know, I mean, you had TCM, a uh, Turner classic movies, but it was like, meh. It was stuff that Ted Turner himself owned the rights to. And he changed them. He even colored a lot of them. 
so it didn't get the real experience, but hey, it was something. Then you have this little pokey show finding these public domain films that were really crappy. No one bothered to try and retain rights to them. And they gave them a brand new lease on life. Who the hell was going to go out there and look for Manos the Hands of Fate, for God's sakes? That thing is awful. And yet, people were now putting that and making it a part of their evening watch. You know, the bad movie nights. Or, hey, let's have a riffing party. You know, we're going to have five films we're going to riff on for the weekend. You know, have a few drinks, have a few laughs. Make fun of some bad movies. Ever, it's a great time. I that's why I really do think Mystery Science Theater saved old movies. It it saved them from becoming obscure, from becoming forgotten. And while some films I think would probably be better if it was forgotten, like Man of the Hands of Fate, it's better if it was forgotten. But it won't be now. It lives on thanks to Mystery Science Theater. MST3K is just... Oh! They've done quite a bit for the movie community. And for that, we should thank that show. For bringing those films back into the light. For us to point and laugh at. Well, I think that's it for me for today, so... I'm gonna go ahead and close up the old shed, but... I will see y'all next time.